You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Drinks with Johnny coming to you on a Friday. Um, joined today by my brothers, Brandon Lombardo and Sam DeHawk Hawkins. Uh, let's get into a little bit of wrestling right off the top, guys. A lot of news this week, uh, namely last night with the uh, passing of Bray Wyatt Rotunda. Um, and uh, it w- it's, it's really surreal. I was really expecting this guy to have his comeback real soon here in the WWE and uh, unfortunately for him and his family and everybody involved, he obviously won't be making it there. Um, I know uh, you and I uh, texted about it a little bit last night, Brandon. Uh, what did you find out a little bit more since uh, we were texting last night? Uh, I, saw, I saw online on Twitter that uh, Sean Ross Sapp posted it was something that was COVID-related. He had COVID earlier this year and exasperated heart issues that he had, and it led to a heart attack, unfortunately, yesterday. Um, so, yeah, man, that he was way too young. Way too young. We lost him way before his star could shine as bright as it could. Um, but I don't want to gloss over either. We also lost Terry Funk this week, so it's just been a big punch in the face to uh, the wrestling world, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I wanted to start with Bray Wyatt, obviously, for, you know, just the age, too. I mean, age different. 36. Uh, 36. S- still has so much, still had so much time to, as you said, show what kind of a star he can be. And, I mean, he was already a big star. Like, uh, you know, a few years ago, that was the the biggest thing in WWE was 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 his, uh, you know, his storyline, his, his, his booking that was going on. Well, yeah. dude, yeah, he, he he had such a great mind for wrestling, and he was one of yeah. those guys that could reinvent himself, like Jericho, right? Jericho right. could always come back and reinvent himself. Bray did the same thing, where he had the Wyatt family, then, you know, transitioned into The Fiend, and then and he created this new character where it was kind of a play on him being Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt, and this mental crisis. It, it was it was really good, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And we, we didn't just, even get we to see it blossom. A, we didn't even get to see it no. blossom into anything, like... You and I have spoken here on the podcast about our love for Bray Wyatt, the character, and the Fiend, and and, and those different things, and um, watching the pay per views. And you know, I think before we were like, where we were waiting for it to go somewhere when he made his comeback after he uh, was released a couple years back, and then he made his comeback, yeah. and and we were getting all excited, and then like it seemed like the storyline. I didn't know why, you know, but it seemed like the storyline had just stopped with Bray Wyatt in the WWE in recent months to a year, and. And I didn't understand why. And then this news comes out. I didn't know that he was having COVID-related complications to begin with, let alone, 
the eventual heart attack if this these reports are true. I don't understand why. I, I can't imagine they wouldn't be. But uh, if those reports are true, that's just so tragic because that, that storyline I thought was going to do something, everything. And, I, you know, we're, we're just talking about the character, the wrestler right now. But, uh, and rightfully so, I, know, and I don't know if you ever met him. I, I met Bray one, one time um, years ago, but not enough to be. I, I, we, I didn't know him. Let's put it that way. Right. I met, met the yeah. man, never, never knew him. So Same. I can't speak to that side of it, but I do want to say it for all of us here at Drinks with Johnny, our uh, our thoughts and and prayers, I guess, uh, go out to you know the the the, the Rotunda family uh, on this day, of course. Definitely, man. You know, he leaves behind a wife and two kids, so it's just <clears throat> tragic. That's awful. I didn't I didn't realize his leg. He was a legacy wrestler until yeah. it all came. I mean, I knew. I mean, I knew IRS growing yeah. up, you know, with the Million Dollar Man, and mm-hmm. uh, I saw Ted DiBiase text his condolence to uh, about losing a son, and so I I clicked like, oh, who's who's your old tag team partner you're talking about? And I was like, oh shit, I had no idea. You know, I'm not as deep as you guys are, but man, I just I, I had just found that out a, a couple of years ago. Actually, I think Brandon was the one that told me. I didn't realize it was it was uh, his son, IRS, his son, Money Incorporated. Great tag team through the '90s. Um, yeah, man, it's a it's a real somber day for wrestling fans for sure. Um, especially as Terry as Funk said. died. Yeah, Terry I, Funk died a couple nights no, ago. No, how did how did he die? I don't think oh, I saw sorry, how. I that. I'm not I'm not sure how. Uh, I know he was. I mean, he was up in age, so yeah. I'm not I'm not sure what exactly the cause. Can we look was, up how exa- how old he was exactly? That's we should probably do that. Terry Funk. Yeah, I believe 79. I th- yeah, I thought he was 79 or 80. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. That's still young for these days, man. But I mean, these guys ride ride their bodies hard. Too, Actually, it's so. not necessarily true. They just came out like this year. Like the average uh, life expectancy dropped to seventy five for uh, really. Years. Yeah. Oh, oh man. wow. Yeah. Well, isn't that fun to learn dude, about to this morning as well, guys? Let, let's yeah, just get like right into the morbid shit. Don't like that. But dude, Terry Funk was wrestling at like fucking sixty nine, seventy years old still. So like, oh. good on that, man. He he, I got into him early on when uh he was in ecw that was like my first introduction to terry funk because i didn't know what he had done previous or prior to that i just knew him as this like crazy old man that would do backflips off of ladders and i was just like oh i like this guy mm-hmm. had an instant draw to him that was a you, you saw him first in ecw that's interesting to me that's that's one of the things where i had i got i got a notch on on the old belt on Brandon because I watched him in the 80s and stuff. I, I watched him uh, through that. and Well, no shit, dude. You're a fucking dinosaur. Like, wow. I wasn't alive then. <laughs> fucking three years older than you or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> no, I just I would just rent the, the videotapes and I didn't, like, watch those live. I would, I would watch, I would rent the videotapes and he was often on the pay-per-views throughout the 80s that, uh, that I'd see him on tag teaming with different guys and stuff. It was, <clears throat> it was before he went, like, completely hardcore, at least in the WWF. They didn't do yeah. that. They didn't do that then, you know. No, uh-huh. but he was doing that shit. I mean, he was doing that shit in the eighties. I'd see it in the magazines in New Japan and shit like that. Yeah, they did yeah. that all the time. Yeah, dude, he had some crazy matches in <clears throat> Japan, and uh, even you know, I mean, dude, he had some great great rivalries with uh, Mick Foley, oh, just dude. all throughout Japan and and through the the states as well. And then I, I loved when they eventually like tagged up in WWF, uh, Chainsaw Charlie, mm-hmm. and. And uh, Mick Foley there. That was Chainsaw great. Charlie was just a wild fucking character. It's so man. wild though. Like even as you're saying it, like as a kid, I'm picturing that you know in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, and I'm going like, man, I thought Terry Funk was old then. 
you know? Right? Yeah. Like, he was. Man. He was like 54, and that's not even that old now. When no, you, nowadays, when you think about some of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's so wild, though, like when you think about that. I'm just, I just saw it coming back to me. And, oh, God. You brought up Mick Foley, too, who a uh, friend of the show here. And I remember when we actually talked to him, he had like the best Terry Funk story. So I just want to say uh, condolences to Mick Foley, too, because. And, and and everybody who was who was ever touched by Terry Funk, not that we were or anything, but like uh, outside of just being I, fans. No, I have a Terry Funk story. You have a Terry Funk story. How is this not? I have a Terry before? Funk, Funk it up. story. Funk so, it up, dude. Dude, back when I was in college, one of the uh, extracurriculars I participated in besides you know drugs was radio, and. <laughs> My very first Besides radio Besides drugs was radio. I just you just gonna graze <laughs> over that like like it wasn't a like it wasn't a one liner joke. Like, come on, man. <laughs> so good. But I had a radio show, and my very first show, I landed Terry Funk as a guest. I reached wow. out to him on Twitter, and I asked him if he would do it, and he said, "Yeah," because he actually knew a guy from Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, where I was going to school. And I was like, "What a fucking small world!" But this is awesome. So I get Terry on on the phone. It's my first day. Everyone's listening. I got my bosses listening, my colleagues listening, friends and family at home listening. I'm like, all right, Terry. So, you know, before we go on air, we are live. So, you know, make sure you don't cuss, swear, anything like that. You know, we get into it. He tells us about the guy he knew from Slippery Rock. We talk about his wrestling history, you know, him coming up and, and wrestling with Dan Spivey. He was amazed that I even knew who Dan Spivey was. I was like, dude, I know wrestling. I like wrestling. It's fun. And then, and then Terry Funk was Terry Funk. And uh, <laughs> he proceeded to tell me, I, dude, I can't even say, I don't want to say it, but he, he, he went Terry Funk on air. And I was like, God damn it. I what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, no, you can't do you that. Can't, you can't do you that. Brought this you, story started, you brought the story up and said, you have a Terry Funk story. You can't do that. You can't do that to the listeners, man. You can't not funk it up. All right, so Terry's talking about his time wrestling in uh, in Mexico. He goes, you know, I was kind of like, I was kind of like a wetback, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I don't think you could say that. He's like, you know what a wetback is, right? And then proceeds to give me his version and definition of what a wetback was while saying that word multiple times on air again with friends and family, this colleagues, is... and my bosses at the radio station on your first my, day, my first day, first and first. He's live show. on all oh, live. Radio live yeah are you just sweating at that point just like oh, oh yeah sure. and i'm just sitting there going oh what the <laughs> fuck man but it honestly it kind of set a precedent for my show because in the following weeks i would have rappers come on we would do like live freestyles and it got so much worse than that so it, it started the trend of the downward spiral that was the brando show <laughs> is that where the brando show started <clears throat> it is yeah wow that's your hands college that, radio show that's his handle on uh all social media everybody yeah. at the brando show so you could find it dm him for using the derogatory term, term that he just did on <laughs> I, no 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 i only said it <laughs> to tell the story uh, i wasn't saying yeah, it in right, a derogatory way right. <laughs> why were you saying it off camera too so much <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, not to make too much light of that. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> but, dude, but that no was Terry Funk. That's you know, Terry like, Funk. You know, that's that's somebody else. You know, and we don't want to, you know, on on the passage of him, get into you know mm -mm. social justices or what's right or wrong no. or whatever. That's that's silly. The man passed this week, and he had a he had a way of living life and lived through a different time. And 
professional wrestler traveling all over the world, bringing joy to a lot of people along the way, um, including mentoring, as I was saying, Mick Foley has been on the show, did a, a spot on impression. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember watching yeah. Mick Foley do his impressions of Terry Funk and telling him to like, like telling Mick, uh, what was the story? He was telling Mick to like, just, uh, to throw him off or something like that. He's like, He's always oh, like hit me again or something like that. And, and I want to hear it. You were about to do the impression. I'm, I'm not to do the impression. No, Come I on, man. I can't do it. I, it's too early. I got my cup of coffee. I, I, I can't. I'm already. I'm already like like just waking up with my voice right now. So you know, it's not gonna That's not gonna fair. happen. That's fair. I got to get it nice and velvety first for a little Terry Funk. Um, no, but it's it's uh, it is sad for wrestling. Obviously, I you know the young passing of. Of 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 uh, uh, Wade, Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah. Obviously, it, it feels more tragic when someone younger passes like that. Obviously, uh, it's tragic all around when you lose a loved one, as we all have and we all know uh, what that feels like. So, um, you know, take the opportunity to uh, remember these people if you're close to them, or if just even just a fan. This morning, just, you know, maybe go back and watch some highlights, get some more joy out of it. Um, and just uh, understand that this is how, this is what we signed up for, maybe not even sign up for, this is what we're here for is, you know, there's an end to this for everybody. So enjoy the time that you have. And you never know how it's going to end. You know, it could be 79, 80 years old after an amazing Hall of Fame career in professional wrestling or it unfortunately gets taken out from underneath you with unforeseen things a little bit too soon and uh both very tragic and just a part of it so grab the ones you love next to you the ones that you are with at um and the ones you care about the most and uh spend as much time as you can with them and try to find the joy in life and not stress about all the bullshit like work and all the other things that you know you have to do i get it but it's that's not the that's not the things to focus on let that let work be work and let love and life be life. Dude, you, you nailed it right there. Honestly, when I saw the Bray thing yesterday, I shut my computer and I said, you know what? We're done for today. I'm going to go pick up Owen and we're just going to spend the rest of the day together. So you, you fucking nailed it right on the head there, buddy. Yeah. I, I think it's Great important. speech. I got to go to work, guys. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Sam. <laughs> I almost thought that was true, though, because before we started, he's like, I, I got a half hour max. <laughs> I would spill my coffee out there. Jesus, man. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, now that Sam broke up the, the seriousness of the episode, let's get into the fun part of wrestling, what we got coming up. Um, uh, the reason why we're not... Uh, let, let's let's graze over this real quick. The reason why we're not doing another uh, true crime story this this late uh, in the week. One, it's because we, we suck at it. Yeah, yeah, we're not very. You want to tell the real reason, or are you going to make an excuse? No, no, no. I was going to tell the real reason. I was going to say because okay. I ruined the one last week. Uh, we all sucked at it. I need to do better and not be. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to do the next one be, uh, after a round of golf. Let's put it that way. And uh, and uh, definitely, we need to do a little bit more research. I think that we owe it to the listeners to sit back and go individually through some of the highlights of the 27 Club and dive into each person who's been on the 27 club a little bit in more depth. And I think we're going to do that in the coming weeks. We're going to have to hunker down and start doing a little bit more research and do that for you guys. So we will make up for it. That was just the pilot episode, guys. The pilots always suck on these things. Let's just be honest. It's always sloppy. And at least John didn't say any of those slurs 
on camera. I we didn't cut say any slurs ever. That's only Brandon. <laughs> DM him at the the Brandon show. <laughs> the Brando show, rather. Um, no. No, I mean, uh, it's funny that I was making a, I was going to make a segue there about, about bad pilots because I wanted to let everyone know the episode that's coming up on Monday is with uh, Danny Warsnop of Asking oh. Alexandria, who today, their album comes out today, right now, their new album. Um, oh, nice. It's really good. I listened to the advanced copy before uh, when I got it yesterday. Some really great songs on it. But we talked a, lo- talked a little bit about my favorite aspect of their career was when they were on the Warrior show, the Ultimate Warriors uh, show. And I watched, Brandon sent it to me yesterday morning. I, I can't believe you've never seen that. I, never I remember when it came it. out. I never even This was when the Warrior, Warrior was like, I think he wrestled his last match right around that time. So he, he had this whole like triumphant comeback and he did a match. I think it was like down in Brazil or somewhere. I could be way wrong on that, but. I don't know what his yeah. last match was, but if you watch that video, it's he was in Huntington Beach. Yeah, I saw that. He was at uh, Chappetti's place, Rise Above, Rise, what is it, Rise Against Fitness or something? Not Rise Against. I'm going to say it I know, I know what you're talking about. I didn't realize that was Chappetti's place. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in it. If you look at the end of the video, that was him, like, giving Warrior a pat on the back saying, like, oh, that was good or something at the end. Wow. Chappetti lied to him because that was not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the pilot, but like, just like I said, that's what I was segueing from the pilot. I don't know about the rest of the episodes, but the pilot was like, I, I got, I'm just so happy. Everyone's going to get to hear the story too. Cause I definitely went a little, I, I took some time out of the episode. <laughs> I was like, we're not talking about the album right now. I want to hear about <laughs> the Warrior show <laughs> and what that, what that, what that filming experience was like. Cause everyone go check it out first if they can before they listen to that episode or just skim through it on YouTube. Um, it's asking Alexandria on the Warrior Show about eleven years ago. There, they look like, like you know, Avenged Sevenfold did in their early twenties. Yeah, they were and, young, man. And they just, and it's, it's basically a boot camp. It's a bullying <laughs> boot camp of like at midnight in Huntington Beach. It's so, it's actually absurd. My wife came in the room a couple of times while I was watching. She's like, "What the hell are you watching?" It's <laughs> like, I don't even know. It's so good. It was so good. Do you- do you think you could have made it through Warriors Boot Camp? Absolutely. I would have, but I wouldn't have shown up drunk like, like Danny oh. did. Danny got oh. like called out immediately by the Warrior. Yeah. It was pretty amazing, though. Anyway, that episode with Danny Warsnop of uh, uh, Asking Alexandria is coming out Monday. It's, it's a great chat. We had a great fun, great fun time together. We've known each other for many years now. Um, but even afterward, he texted me. He was like, you know, we've, we've partied together. We've done shows together. We've done a lot of stuff together. But I don't think we ever just sat down and talked for two hours like that. And I'm like, no, we haven't. And I was like, that's why it's cool sometimes to get the old friends on here. Because, I mean, unless, you, unless you're considering like, super close friends like you guys, I don't talk to everybody for a couple hours, you know, just one-on-one. Who does that? Not, not too many yeah. people. You only do that with your closest friends usually. So that's why yeah. I really, it's, that's the aspect of this show that I really enjoy is, having friends like Danny on to talk about what he's doing now, what he's been doing and all everything in between and just getting to know each other a little bit better. So yeah, plug in that real quick ties into wrestling a little bit. Um, I'm going to start, you know, when I, when I solicit guests, I usually just say, you know, Oh, we need at least X. We shoot around an hour, but the way these are going, man, like people are wanting to stay on and I mean, they're getting long. Sorry guys. If you like shorter form, but, yeah. We're going to let it roll if the conversation's good. No, it's, that's, that's, that's it, though. I mean, it, the conversation could be, a, you know, half an hour to three hours. I don't care what it is. You know, it's, it's 
the guest comfortability and how the conversation is going. Sometimes, as you know, if it's someone we haven't met before or it, it just doesn't matter. Like sometimes it's the chemistry that day clicks and sometimes it doesn't. You just you just never know. So and if, it, if you don't like long form, just split it up, man. Just re- listen yeah. to it a half an hour at a time. Not that big of a deal. That's it. <laughs> I, th- I think everyone does that these days, though, now, Sam. Like if you think about it, like probably you too, like. With streaming and every season of everything being out like all at once, you just you break it up however you want to. You know, you don't have to do it episode by episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a world record for like a longest podcast ever? Yeah. So two people have a. T- uh, what's Tre- it? Are we had the guest Trevor on. Moore? <laughs> Trevor Moore. Oh, oh fuck, really? Yeah, Trevor Moore. You, I don't remember. You don't even listen to these episodes. That's amazing. I do. Hold on. Fuck <laughs> you. Yes, I do. No, no, not just Trevor Moore. But didn't we? Didn't uh, we have the other one? Um, uh, Lamprey, Lamprey, didn't he? He Zane go Lamprey. for it too. Yeah. yeah, he went for it too. Did I can't remember if he if he succeeded or. I'm and Bert sure. was involved in at least one yeah. of them. Yes, yeah. right. Bert Kreischer was involved in in Trevor Moore's for sure. Yeah. We should do he it. He might Let's have been involved in Zane's as well. Let's break the record. Well, dude, I keep thinking about what a podcast is. So, if you do have a three team, it would be a lot easier because that seemed to be the hardest part is taking breaks and things and yeah. keeping things going. Oh, you I know, would, I I know how to do it. We would just we we would wirelessly we would wirelessly wirelessly if I could say the <laughs> fucking word this early in the morning, uh, hook up microphones to each other and whatever we're doing throughout the day, and then we'd have we'd have to be on a Bluetooth phone call with each other. And no matter well, what's where the definitions we went, of that, does it have yeah. to be a? Sh- There's got to be rules to it. I don't think you can just be like I'm just going to push record. A and podcast walk is a podcast. And- you, but we'd still have to be talking to each other, obviously. But that would be like oh. over the phone. We'd be, we would record it. What a torture talking to you guys. Over that. the phone. Well, like, well, no, no, but you can make it actually really fun. We could do it almost in Practical Joker style. So you only have us in one ear, but you have to go to work and stuff and still talk to us and we get to hear what's going on. That would be hell. Oh, it'd be, be so bad. You have to do the whole day. That. You could do like the whole week, actually. Just fucking all week. Just do it. You want to do an all week podcast? Yeah, why not? How else are you going to shatter the fucking? How else are you going to shatter the the record? Make sure no one ever gets back. I want to know what the. If we did a whole week, no one's going to touch it. But I think you. I don't think you can. I think you have to stay awake for it. I think that's yeah. There's drugs for that, Sam. (laughs) Thirty (laughs) six. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh, thirty six. We're going to need to do longer than a week to shatter it. Thirty six. Who did it? Mike Russell. I don't know. Yeah, hold on. This could be wrong. Let me see. Yeah. No, no, I see one. All right. This is from last year. In a seriously impressive feat, the world record was 53 hours. Wait, here's another one. Mm. 55 hours and 26 minutes. Well, that's like a day and a half. It happened uh, three months ago. Uh, see, 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 people are already on to this. If we're gonna, if we're gonna go for it, Sam, if you guys really want to go for this, I'm telling you the way to do it. Just gotta trust me. All right, this is from the official Guinness World Records website. All right, let's see what that one says. It was Mario Beeks from Sydney, Australia. And it's the longest audio-only live stream: 55 hours, 26 minutes. Yeah. So I had a, I had an idea. That's not a pod. Uh, uh, that's not a podcast. That's, yeah, that, that's audio live stream. Come on, that's I mean, so vague. I think we could do it oh, if we, we all took also we, we could all take shifts of sleeping. Too. Yeah, exactly. We all took shifts hosting the show for so many so many hours at a time. We all bring guests on. Like, dude, I, I can kill like four hours with Sean here. 
Well, know? and then and then we could break it out into weekly episodes so that we'd have a break for <laughs> forever. Dude, no, no, you have to follow fact. up with that. You have to follow up with that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's get back to what we fucking came here for, people. Let's talk a little well, bit. Real quick, stuff. I had an idea of a, a Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. That, um, so me and my kids, since we went to uh, uh, AEW, like my son's like, scissor me, bro. And we would do it yeah. all the time, right? With the amount of audience they have, they should get a Guinness Book World Records, or I was thinking we should do it and do their most, record for most them. People see, but that Just might happen. Through. That might happen this weekend. Why? Because they're gonna. They have Billy Gunn's like final eight. match, trios match against the House of Black. They're gonna be in front of eighty thousand people in Wembley Stadium, biggest fucking thing in, biggest fucking thing in that company, hands down. It's close to the the record of anything, so it's uh, it's, it's the largest wrestling live paid gate for a single day. Is that paid for for the for the money? Yeah. So that's that's a that's a record breaking thing right there. Um, it's amazing that this company, when you really think about it, Brandon, like and Sam, you know too. We've been we've been tight with this company since you know a year into their their birth, so they've been about doing it for about four years. Uh, to be in Wembley Stadium in a matter of four years for your pay-per-view. Also, I just want to point out, the next week, they have All Out again, which is also a pay-per-view. It's, they're oh, back no to shit. Back, they're back-to-back weeks. I just realized this. Wow, I did not know that. They're in two different countries. So, But, I mean, yeah. still, to be able to have the balls to go for back-to-back weekends of pay-per-views, one of them being the biggest one of your companies ever had, as Brandon said, the highest gate in any paid wrestling event, that's, uh, it's got balls. But speaking of what Sam was talking about here, in front of 80,000 people, maybe we should reach out to uh, some of our friends over at AEW and let them know that's, that's a good opportunity. I'm going to hit up Danny of that idea. Yeah. Just tell him, hey, it's a good opportunity. You just walk around. Like, it, you know, Guinness would be down with that. The public, they're all about the, you know, publicity and things like that. And, you know, so people could do just it. line up. Yeah, they could just do it like uh, off camera or anything like that, too. They don't have yeah. to like do it during the pay-per-view, but then they can no. announce it later, you know? Yeah, you know we should well, be any of their we events. Be booking, they could do for <laughs> we should be booking wrestling because we'd be booking Guinness Book of World Records for scissoring everybody. <laughs> well, I was thinking also. I don't know how I could do it because you can't do that many shots. But he, would it count if we did? If we just got a shit ton of shots, even if it's water, but you're you're cheersing each one. How many? What's the Guinness Book records of the most people cheers or or saluting or taking a shot together? You it know. happens every time I say cheers at the end of this episode, Sam. Don't you realize that? <laughs> worldwide, well, good. worldwide right. at the same time. It's just everyone's just like, oh, God, Johnny, cheers. That's that's what it is. That's why I do it. No, that is a goal. And if anyone's listening and has a good idea of something we could do, uh, let us know. Because I really, after I, I went to an airport and I saw someone in front of me had one, I said, hey, what was that for? And it was, they worked for L'Oreal and they just literally had a video at a convention of people taking, uh, lotion and just putting it on the top of their their arm and they got a world record for that because they just put a video up people would sign their name be on video and do it and i think they got like a thousand people to do it so they have a guinness book of world records i'm like if you can think of something that dumb we can think of something even dumber (laughs) i want a plaque on my wall that says we have a fucking world record that's a fun one man (laughs) yeah donnie take your records down we're putting a fucking gold star (laughs) actually i would i would do that i would absolutely Take those down and be way more proud of like some stupid like that. Like something hey, that obviously means nothing. Because if you could get them that easy, it means absolutely <laughs> right. nothing. 
but I would be so stoked to have it. It's, right. it's a conversational piece. Actually, oh, you know, oh, yeah. I think I would, I would hope it's more of a trophy than a plaque so that I could just like literally walk around with it or just like <laughs> set it down at every table. Like I, like I come to dinner, like if I came to dinner at your guys' house, I just walked in and I just sat down to get a Booker World Record trophy. <laughs> I was like, well, you already I'll do it with your Moon like, Man and all your other stuff, so wow. it would just be another be thing. Awesome. You gotta, That's whoa. a great idea, though. I really should walk around my Moon Man. How hilarious would it be if you just went to a party like a complete dick? And oh, just God, that would be so good. <laughs> but don't comment on it. Just no, like, no, just like walk around with it and set it. it down, like when I, you know, wherever I'm standing, like on the, uh, on the bar, you know, just wherever I'm at. Go to dinner, like a nice fancy dinner, and just set it down. We got to film that. We got to do that. Sometime. Yeah, that's gonna be a good skit. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm in on that. I got to get it back from, uh, from the VIP stuff. I think we've, I think I donated mine to the the VIP packages for, uh, the tour. So I'll have to get it back after that. So, but yeah, fun stuff. Um, other fun stuff though that is uh, record breaking coming up this weekend. All in, I'll be watching live. Obviously, there's some really cool stuff happening. I mean. MJF and Adam Cole, coolest things going on in the world. They're going to be headlining uh, against each other for the AEW world title. But they're also going to be doing the Zero Hour as a tag team against uh, uh, Brandon, what's uh, it's Will Ospreay? Ozzy Open. Ozzy Open, that's Ozzie right. Ozzy Open, yeah. Mark Will Davis Ospreay's and Kyle Fletcher. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. going to open and close the show. Yeah. It, that's Both also, in title matches. Also know? amazing um, in title. I I can't wait to watch that whole thing unfold. That's gonna be that's gonna be rad in itself. Uh, my son told me. Do you think me, they're gonna pick up the tag titles? I think they are. I think they're gonna pick up the tag titles. I think uh, I think MJF retains. They still have the tag titles. That's what I'm. I think he might. I think that might be. All right. I don't want to give away too much. Cause it's not even giving away because I'm just guessing here. Actually, so, <laughs> it's all speculation. All speculation. <laughs> I think what might happen. They win the ROH title. MJF retains the AEW title somehow by a shady way, not but like kind of a questionable way. Yeah. So that it, it still can, creates turmoil between the would-be champs, you know. Right. I also think uh, in the uh, I don't think they're calling it Kohei uh, main event, but the the runner-up to that main event, the the main support um, is CM Punk and uh, Samoa Joe. Going to be an amazing match, by the way. Anytime those two guys get in the ring, they opened Collision with that uh, a couple months ago. It was amazing um, on a pay per view setting. I can't wait to see what those two competitors do. Um, but they're doing it for the quote unquote real AEW title, which I think is hilarious. Uh, it's almost like a not like he puts the X on it and everything like that, kind of like Hollywood Hogan esque with the with the NWO title. Claims that he's still the champion because he never technically got beat for it. Which I is a, that's an old school way of, of like that's happened a few times over as you know Brandon and Sam like oh yeah they've done that they've done those like oh I, I haven't been beat so I'm still the title holder a few times over but this one's different because we know the realness but happened in the locker room or what we, what speculated happened in the locker room uh, that they had sex <laughs> <laughs> oh did I miss yeah miss no that? you're talking about the other locker room bro that's that, that's oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's just, it's really interesting. So the reason why I bring up the CM Punk and, and Samoa Joe thing is because I do think that then if you, you, you got to eventually unify those titles or still have something happen between CM Punk and MJF. It just has yeah. to happen. You have, you have to have that come to a head. And I think that those storylines, those, all those storylines together will somehow tie in is, is, is what I believe. And I think, uh, it, it, I think it's going to be real fun. And then I think they're 
I think there might be some faction bl- split ups and stuff. I think they might, yeah. and then they might start doing stuff. Cause I mean, they do a great job with the matching factions up. I mean, they're going to have a stadium stampede match in Wembley, by the way, guys. Dude, I want to, I kind of want to run down this card and get your prediction on each one. Yeah. Just to put it out there. I want to, I want to like, we could come back and follow oh, okay. that next So week we got the see. two. So, okay. So you got, yeah. I got MJF. You, got, you nailed it. You got the intro. So Aussie open versus MJF and Cole. You're going MJF and Cole. Yep. Done. I am too. I think, I think it makes sense. I don't know. Just story wise. Like I, I could see them giving them. I don't know. All right. Then you got Jack Perry versus hook for the FTW championship. I think that and that one's in in the zero hour as well. Yeah, I I I think uh, I think R, RVD has a run in somehow, and I think Hook uh, retains the title. Not retains it. I think he gets it back. RVD, I think maybe Taz. You know, they've been building to that a little bit too. Yeah, it's going to be something ECW related. Yeah, can Taz go anymore? Is it possible that he can go? No, he's, he's like completely, he's complete. Well, cause I know he's the same, you know, relative same age of, as RVD and he's able to go. So I was just curious if they were able to get like a mixed tag team match somehow with RVD, Taz, uh, hook and, and Jack Perry. That would be, that's fantasy booking somehow. Yeah. They have to change the storyline around a little bit that how it's currently going, but that, that might be cool. That'd be fun. I always love when they, they throw the nod back to the ECW stuff. Like yeah. RVD still had it. And then, you know, a couple weeks ago when he was on, so that, that was fun. But uh, I'm going hook there, man. I'm saying hook with with some kind of ECW running. Yeah, that's what that's what that's that's what I'm feeling too on that. And then um, and what do we got next? All right, you got FTR versus the Young Bucks AEW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, match. Well, that's not in the zero hour, obviously. Um, no, this is the first. Yeah, that is going, going to be Wikipedia. so rad. I'm so looking yeah. forward to this tag team match. It's uh, yeah. both great tag teams, obviously. It's a rubber uh, match too. They yeah. both have one. They both have one win. Yeah, and that's what. And again, going back to the locker room rumors, uh, FTR sided with CM Punk, and and the Bucks sided with uh, uh, what was his Hangman. what was his name? Well, Hangman, 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 and but the whole thing started because of the Colt Cabana shit, right? I have no idea. Oh, I don't. Know. I wasn't actually in that locker room, John. Yeah, neither Contrary was I. Popular belief. <laughs> Sam was there. He was hiding in yeah, the. Yeah, Sam was there. He was watching yeah. them all have sex. Yeah, apparently, Sam was watching them have sex. It was really weird. And he wasn't like even touching himself, which I think somehow is weirder. But yeah, I can't believe that didn't make the dirt sheets out of all of this. Yeah, right. Seriously. But uh, anyways, like, so they sided with uh with, with each other. So like, it's going to be <clears throat> an incredible, an incredible match. Um, uh, I do think, I think FTR retains. Yeah, I think so too. Um, probably by, mm, probably by gun. Oh wow, you're going gun. Yeah. Fucking, that's a <laughs> did, that's a way to end a rubber match. <laughs> did you see that then? Yeah, maybe you didn't see that headline. Mm. Where Cash Wheeler got arrested uh, last week. Road rage incident. He pulled a gun, <laughs> flashed a gun out. No, I didn't see that. No way. Yeah. How is he? How did I not hear about that? You got to be in a lot of heat these days for something like that. I don't know. Man. Maybe he will drop. The, maybe they will drop the title. Then actually, did I, I don't know, man. <clears throat> it it's is wrestling. Badass. That's like old school wrestling, man. Yeah, but the gun road rage thing. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, but you, come on, get out and in the eighties they would get out and hit hit the car with a baseball bat or something. They're 
flashing guns around all the time. It's a simpler time. They had lightsabers. All right. What's next? Uh, We got a four-way for the AEW Women's World Championship. See, that one's weird to me. That one's really weird. Tony Storm, Soraya, Britt Baker. I love everyone involved in the match. The build-up to it got me like it was a it was a weird build-up to me um yeah uh i don't know why tony storm was able to as the former former champ able to get in without a without fighting anyone but the current champ Ishida, had to be anna jay to get into the into the four-way match and the brit had to too didn't she have to beat the bunny yeah, she did too. But she's quite further removed yeah. from the title thing. It just didn't make sense that that Sheeta had to had to compete to be in the four way tag or the four way. Well, isn't technically Jamie Hayter still the champion? No, she she's lost. injured, right? She lost. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. She's injured. You're right, Jamie Hayter. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we see a Jamie Hayter appearance here. I don't. That know. That would be great. Oh, in London. In London. That's what I I'm think thinking. Right? I Come think on. you nailed it. What if? What if they pulled a? Well, they just did it a little bit ago with the TBS championship, so maybe they wouldn't do this, but they could pull like the old Hulk Hogan on Yokozuna from WrestleMania oh, Nine. Uh, if yeah. they if they came out and like that, that would be pretty cool. Like whoever wins, Jimmy Hader comes out and fucking pins him in like thirty seconds. That'd be badass, dude. Um, dude, that could that could happen. I don't know. All right. Who, who do you got coming out of the four-way? Imagine that part didn't happen yet, because I, I do like that. I think that's a cool way to end that match. I think Sheeta comes out. Sheeta? Yeah, it makes sense, man. She's only I had the title for, what, like two weeks now? Two, three yeah. weeks? I'd love to see Soraya get it. I think that'd be and cool. Then, like, I think but th- because she's such a heel, like that Jamie Hayter part that you just brought out, like Soraya wins, she gets her big victorious moment, and then Hayter's music comes out and beats her in like 30 seconds and just squashes the heel. I think that... I don't know. But they're friends. I don't know. I think Saray would be a, a monumental thing, especially in front of that crowd. Definitely. But, man, I don't know. That's, I just don't, I don't see it in the storyline yet or how it would make sense to put, her on, to put the title on her right now. Other than it being historical and everything like that, it would be a cool moment, obviously. But well, It would have to lead to Jamie Hayter's return. It would have to yeah. be a transitional thing where it's like you're the transitional champion here for – 30 seconds, JD, Jamie Hayter comes back, and then they merge the titles back, and Hayter's still your... Yeah, she comes out to celebrate with her, and then, but then also reminds her that that's still my title. That's That yeah. could be it, because they're friends, so she could come back in. Yeah, yeah. there it is. That's how Something. you do it. I don't know. We're fantasy booking here, people. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got a coffin match. Darby Allen and Sting versus Swerve and Christian. Yeah, so speaking of a Swerve, that's going to be amazing. And the Swerve was that AR Fox is not... Was was originally supposed to be in that coffin match, uh, but uh, they the Swerve got rid of him and replaced him with Christian Cage, which I think is great. I'm I love seeing Christian Cage in right yeah. now. He Hopefully. is such a great heel, such a great heel right now. I've I got to be completely honest. I never I was not the biggest fan. I wa- the matches were great, but I wasn't the biggest fan of like the brood characters and 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 all that stuff early on. I wasn't I wasn't a goth kid. I'll be honest. Sorry guys. And I just wasn't into that. Um, but this character right now, I think, is my favorite character Christian Cage has done. Just the complete, the turtleneck is such a nice, <laughs> mm, such a nice touch. Because you want to hate anyone in a turtleneck that acts like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, that's yeah. just, that, that's like automatic in it, like, in everybody. And then just the shit that he says, and it's so good. It's so good. 
He's a he's a really good heel. Yeah. He he makes you hate him. Um, I'm a fan. This is gonna be a good match though. Like And then they're gonna put on a great show. I think everybody involved yeah. is is good to go, obviously, as we've seen. Um Yeah. I think in front of that crowd, uh with Sting as part of it, I, I think Darby and Sting take it. I, I think so too. I think Sting's gonna do some kind of huge move like yep. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be, but Sting in Wembley Stadium. How mm-hmm. cool is that? We had to wait it's till 2023 to get man. that. We had to wait till 2023 to get that, Brando. That's so hey, cool. Hey, it's though. worth it, man. Oh, it's, it was it's worth the wait. wait. Absolutely. Uh, um, yeah, I'm with you. Darby and Sting. Uh, let's let's rock with them. All right. Now we have a six-man tag match. The Golden Elite. Kota Ibushi, Kenny mm-hmm. Omega, and Hangman Adam Page versus Takeshita. And Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson and Jay White. Uh, I think the Golden Elite take it, take the match. But I will yeah. say, I I think that it's going to surprise a lot of people. The showing that the uh, Bullet uh, Bullet Club Gold uh, puts on the show that they put on is going to. I think the show that they put on may be <clears throat> maybe better. Um, yeah. In all honesty, uh, but I think the victory is going to go to the uh, golden elite all six guys in this match can go man this is yeah it's gonna be that's gonna be a fast paced fucking cool match match. to watch that's gonna be one like if anyone's planning on like watching and everything listening at home right now i would suggest when that match is coming go get your drink while they're talking about the match because you're not going to want to get up again until that match is over and it could very well go 30 minutes so a hundred percent man yeah uh, I'm going Golden Elite, though. I think they'll come out on top for sure. Yeah, I agree. All right. And then we got the Stadium Stampede match, dude. Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Beretta, and Penta versus Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley, Claudio, Willer Yuta, Santana, and Ortiz, who just returned. To- I know. I saw that. That, that, that was a sh- it's so funny because the other night I was thinking about those guys. It's like, whatever happened to them, you know? And uh, then I saw them saw them make. There was sex in the, the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sam's adding to this uh, wrestling conversation: is pure sex in the locker room. That's I hope there's like about. some kind of storyline though during the show where there's like someone having sex in the locker room. Like, God damn it, Sam called it. But yeah, that match. Uh, once again, how do you not like a stadium stampede? They've done oh, it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be dude. in Wembley. Come on. Who cares who wins that match? It's going to be fucking amazing. Chaos. Uh, Stadium Stampede. That'll be the first Stadium Stampede with a crowd, too, by the way. Ah, it will, won't it? Yeah, the other other two that they've had were in an empty crowd, which, by the way, you still need to get Fight Forever. There's the new download, so you can have a Stadium Stampede in the game. Shut up. Nah, not lying. Really? Not lying. All right. I'm to, 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 tell me when I'm lying, CM Punk. Um, All right. I'm, I'm going to have to get that. I'm gonna have to it's get great. That. It's a great game. I play. I just, I play you all have the time. it? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Frankie play all the time. I, oh, I, I will I will say all the time because he's still sick. So I like I still limit it. But like we'll play like a half hour every day. Just like a few matches against each other. Sorry, I'll want to play. Next time we're over there, we're going to play. Oh, it's fantastic. There's oh, yeah. dude, there's a de- there's death matches, ladder matches. It's it's got it. It's, I love wrestling games and I've played a few of them over the years. This is what might be my favorite. The graphics aren't like, they're not quite WWE status, but I'm not, but I don't, I hate to make that comparison because it doesn't really matter. So it's no, just, it's it, just it, a great game. 
they designed it like to be one of the old like Nintendo sixty four like No Mercy WrestleMania two thousand type games. That's and that's what it is. Yeah. It's 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 pretty incredible. But like, I do hope I that they. I do. I, I'm. I do hope that they upload some more wrestlers as as the time goes on. Or I don't know if I need to unlock them. I haven't tried yet. I don't know if there's. Because I know you you make money. Like there's a money money. It's uh, with every match and stuff. So maybe I need to buy other characters. I haven't tried yet. So I'll find out. Nice. I'll find out and report like back. All right. Well, who yeah. you got in the stadium? Stand All right. Uh, Sam's got to go in a second. So. Oh, Sam. Yeah, he's well, got go. to go. I'm going to leave you guys to it. You guys wrap this up. He's got to go uh, have sex thing- in a locker room. Some wrestlers in a locker. Actually, no. He's not even gonna. That's the best part about this is he doesn't even get to enjoy it. He just has to sit there and watch it and not touch himself. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's my thing, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, real quick, before we do it, just a quick note. So I think we kind of touched on it before, but I saw Twisted Metal. The movie's coming out, and um, have you seen this? There's a movie. There's a movie. I saw there's a movie coming out. The clown. Is going to be played by Samoa Joe. No, oh yeah, wrong. yeah, it's a TV I did. series. It's on it's TV. TV. Oh. It's out. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's That's out. Been I out. saw a few episodes. It's ah, actually been good? out. They did. They they were promoting it on TNT in between wrestling. See, this uh, is. This I mean, I knew that when I was watching. Yeah, totally. When you, were watching, you were you were you were watching. <laughs> you were in the locker room. That's true. That's why I missed it. We're never getting another wrestler on this show, by the way. If they listen to this, we're going to be like, dude, the guy's talking about us having sex in the locker room and Sam watching it. No, that'll be my new question. They won't even know. I'll be like, so what's it like in the locker room? <laughs> and only you guys will know what I'm uh, talking That'll about. actually be good. Sam's the only one allowed to ask that question, though. I love it. All right. That's perfect because right. they won't listen to this anyway. No one listens to this. Exactly. So, all right, cool. Well, I don't even want to. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Later, dude. <laughs> right. Enjoy the yeah. joy. We'll talk later. <laughs> so what do we got next there? Where do we leave off, Banda? All right. Stadium Stampede. Who you got? Um, you know, I, I think Black, Black Bull uh, Combat Club. Yeah. I think they I lose. This we're one. not on video, but I'm shaking my head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, they I, lose I agree. it. You think they lose? Yep. Really? I just baited you. I just baited you. Yeah, well, I think that they've, uh, win, they've been winning okay. too. They've been winning these kind of matches too much. They always win the anarchy in the arenas. They always, you know. I just think that I think that it's time for them to to take an L. Okay. I guess they did just lose the the last uh, war with the elite. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm going Blackpool on this one, man. I I think uh, this is the first one that we we don't we're not on the same team here. But I'm going Blackpool. All right, all right. I, you're probably you're. I think you have the safe bet. But I think that there's got to be a couple surprises in this one. So I, I think, think it's definitely going to be some surprises. It could go either way. It's going right. to be a chaotic match, but very entertaining. They're, they're, they know they know what they have on the line. They're they're breaking records, dude. They they're pulling oh, yeah. out all the stops. This is going to well, be dude, so. This is going to be such a cool how, event. How the hell do you follow up that Golden Elite and uh, uh, Bullet Club Gold match? You, you follow it up with a Stadium Stampede match, right? right? Like, you spread it out. It's smart. Yeah. It spreads out the entire space, and then you're going to bring it back home for. Boom. Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Yeah. That is going to be a great match. Um, great match. I think. I. What do you got? I think you see a Don Callis turn on uh, Ospreay and he sides with Jericho. Yeah. Cost, cost Ospreay the match. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. 
I think that's, I, yeah. I, I, unless, yeah. You know what, though? Now I have another scenario in my head. All right. Yeah. I mean, what if, what if the Jericho Appreciation Society is not done? Mm. And just when you think, you know, it's all about callous, they come back out and help him out somehow. You know and, what? That's, that's not a bad, that's not bad because none of those guys are on the card. Yeah. They got to they got to pop up somewhere, right? What if it's Don Callis's goons versus the Jericho Appreciation Society after he double crosses them and That's they get and you know and then you have Babyface Jericho Appreciation Society. All right, I like that. And I think it makes sense because they built it up with the whole disbanding of the Appreciation yeah. Society. Yeah. Yeah. Um or I agree with yours and I think that, you know, then, Either way, then though, solidify Callis yeah. and, and Jericho as as the biggest Canadian heels. We're we're still looking at Jericho on top in this one, though. Yeah, I think ultimately the match ends with a Jericho victory. Yeah. Okay. I like this. I like the different scenarios we have there. I want to see if any of those come to fruition. Um, followed and up with CM Punk versus Samoa Joe for the Real World Championship. So we didn't actually predict. I didn't actually predict who's going to win that one, but I. But I think you can allude to it from what I believe has to happen in the storyline to CM Punk and MJF eventually. Um, yeah. Before yeah. either one of them lose that title. So totally agree. Um, so I think it's CM Punk wins in some kind of fashion. Um, maybe a little controversial. So that like I think everything has to be controversial around CM Punk right now, which I think is brilliant. I think yeah. everything that happens against him, whether he wins, lose, draw something's got to be controversial with it so that it just keeps this this mysteri- uh, mysterious ways going you know like why why is he is he a heel is he a baby like no one really knows yeah. like I, that and i love when they like when wrestling does that and blurs that line because so many people are torn about cm punk right now in general and and like outside of K, like shoot people are fucking yeah. are are torn about him so why not bring that into the kayfabe and turn yeah. it up to 11. Like, that's that's Dude, brilliant. 100%. Either way, like, love him or hate him, his name's coming out of your mouth. You're Absolutely. Online, whatever. You're still saying CM Punk, so. Absolutely. Yeah. But CM Punk's coming out on top in this one. I totally agree. There's a long-term plan here, and it's going to be him and MJF at some point. If they drop that long-term play, though, too early, I will be bummed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, uh, that's, of course. That's, that's too good of a story, you know, with the, the vacate of the of the title that's how mjf gets it remember mjf demanding more money from tony khan uh i mean the last time i you know it goes it's such a long story that i don't want it to end in an abrupt stupid way in in my opinion and i don't think they will i don't think they'll fumble but it's you know it's it goes all the way back to a couple years ago like when cm punk like right before he got hurt the first time you know in in the forum when when MJF shoots on uh, on on uh, on Tony Khan and calls him an effing Mark, I was there yeah. in yeah. at the forum with my son, and that's the last time you'd see MJF for several months, and then eventually not see and then CM Punk would win later in Vegas, um, you know it was just it goes all the way back to that, and to not have that storyline run into each other to a head would be a missed opportunity to me. I, I agree, man. I mean, I go back to their uh, dog collar match that they had, and that thing was fucking epic, man. 
Yeah, so. that was like the it was like the second match uh, CM Punk had after after yeah. Darby. Yeah, it was it was really good. So I can't wait to see what they do next and where that story goes. Yeah, I agree. All right. After that, we've got House of Black versus Billy Gunn and the acclaimed for the AEW World Trios Championship. I really hope the acclaimed and Billy Gunn win this one so that it's Dude. not Billy Gunn's last match. Because if yeah. they win it, he has to keep going. But he's already said yeah. it's his last match. So I don't understand that one. Are they giving away the ending already or are they giving us a so. swerve? Dude, there's no way you're telling me that pop they're going to get when the fucking acclaimed win the titles in Wembley Stadium is, dude, they, they have to. They have to. They have to win that title, right? They have to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It, yeah, it, dude. That's going to be good. That'll be a nice celebration, and that'll lead us right into MJF versus Adam Cole. Baby. God, I love these two guys. Both of them. Like, seriously, like they are my favorite thing in wrestling right now. Their, their promos when they were the tag team becoming best friends and everything was so... It was so nostalgic and so heartwarming at the same time. I loved every minute of it. I loved it every good. minute of that. So. It was good. And I hope that, that all those that, vignettes were fucking die. just beautiful. I think they have to split them up for a while. Again, coming soon, maybe not immediately, because I do think that they'll be ROH champions for a little while. But there's going to be some turmoil over this title still. It's going to be looming. Blah 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 blah. They're going to build into this. These are all my predictions. Um, but I think eventually, I think eventually they're a couple years down the road. They're going to bring this back. Like, I think it's that good. I think that they yeah. know that that's something that they're like, okay, we got a good run on it and we know what mm-hmm. we can do. Like in a couple of years when everyone has forgotten about it again, we're going to bring this back. That's what I really. Nah, I, I agree, man. It's too good not to. Like they're just sitting on gold with that. <sighs> I mean. They're both so good. They're both so yeah. good. And to t- team them up in the, the, the way that they work off each other. And it's not just because they're both so good. Let me, let me reiterate. Let me, let me fix that up a little bit. They're both so good, and they work well together. Yeah, you can't just always put just two great performers together, and it's going to work. They also have that. They also have to work out that chemistry, and those guys did. I got like props, man. That's fucking up. It's so good that this is what my son told me the other day. He wants to go as MJF for Halloween. My six-year-old son. He wants me to go to as Adam Cole, and my wife to go as Adam Cole's real wife, Doctor Britt Baker, D.M. And I that's believe awesome. that's what we're going to be for Halloween this year. Fuck yeah, dude. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, it's going to be. I love that. Yeah, it's going to be I hilarious. It's going to be hilarious. Because <laughs> we got to get the Burberry. We got to get the Burberry scarf for him, the, the suit, the, the belt. Yeah. I got to get a nice wig. I'm not going to grow my hair out that fast. So I'm going to get a nice <laughs> long wig, trim up the beard perfectly. You know how, how I mess with my facial hair for Halloween. Uh, Britt is definitely going to have her makeup and the glove, you know, so yep. it's going to be interesting to try and find, uh, we're either going to have to make or find someone to make uh, those costumes for us, though, a little bit, because Britt's hey, costume, I, I don't know what you're going to find. I know the person who makes them. You want? Yes. You want the contact? Yes. All right, I got you. All right, cool. Awesome. Yeah. This is going to be brilliant. Lacey's going to Yeah, he, he like, legit makes Brit stuff. Like, you'll, you're good. Of course. Of course you know. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Pennsylvania. No, he's based out of uh, Atlanta. Well, that's weird. Now I don't know why you know. Uh, it's a long story. But uh, overall, dude, I think this is going to be a great fucking show. Absolutely. I really do. I'm looking like, forward to it so much, even though it, it's so early. 
that like yeah. I'm going over to my brother's house. I'm bringing breakfast burritos. He's gonna have the Bloody Mary bar ready to go. We're we're fucking we're we are all in on all in. Like this is gonna be. It's gonna ruin the rest of my day, but I don't even care. Like it's gonna be. Because, you know, it's, it's like four hours of, of, of four or five hours of wrestling. It's going to be like five hours. What yeah. time does it start? What time does it start for you? Uh, zero hour starts at 9 a.m. Oh, my God. So it starts at noon for me. Yeah. On Sunday. Yep. Okay. I could run my Sunday that way. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take the family to see Meg 2 after that, too. So. Oh, dude, nice. I like the first one. The first one was good. Fuck yeah, dude. Jason Statement's yeah. the best, dude. He's <laughs> right. I still got to see Ninja Turtles, man. I still haven't seen that yet either. We'll we'll we'll, uh, yeah. we'll do a watch along. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Shit, man. Well, I I have spent too much time not yeah. working. And I Same year. Blowing up. Actually, this is my work. So, uh, yeah. No. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening on this uh, awesome Friday for as we get ready for All In. And once again, just want to shout out our condolences to the families of the uh, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt um, and, uh, you know, Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, sad news this week, uh, but you know what? Hopefully uh, the wrestling world will be able to uh, celebrate everything this weekend uh, with, you know, whether it's uh, different companies or anything like that, I think MJF uh, was talking about this on Busted Open um, uh, earlier this week. Is you know, both companies are flourishing. It's good for wrestling, and uh, I think that's 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 the thing. Like it doesn't really matter. If Bray wasn't part of it. It's still in the wrestling family. So you know, celebrate the wrestlers that are working their asses off for our entertainment and and, and their own love of the of the sport and um so cool uh to be a wrestling fan today but condolences to the family so um well, that's all i got this time you got anything more brando that's it my friend i think you put a perfect seal and a perfect bow on this one so all right man i appreciate there's only that. one last thing to say as always cheers cheers <laughs>What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there. Bowie, Dylan, Marley, you've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that make titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.